Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I am Donna, Donna on the third row, Donna spelled Dana, if you're looking for D-O-N-N-A, you're going to be looking for a while, because I'm looking all through our stage, I don't see any Donnas. 
you know, yesterday my kids were watching a YouTube video um, of the most popular names and Donna, D-O-N-N-A, was like a very popular name back in the 1950s and 60s. And since then, it has dipped tremendously. But I'm Donna spelled Dana. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. Um, and subbing in for Haley, I haven't been on the Breakfast of Champions stage speaking. I just looked at my calendar since the day before I went to Mexico, um, the week before Thanksgiving. So it's been a while. It has been a while. And I was, I loved that conversation. That was all about Taylor Swift. I don't know if you guys remember that whole conversation about the Taylor Swift fandom and the world behind that kind of movement, um, the Swifties. But today... We are going to be talking about, well, I got the call, like, hey, can you jump into Breakfast of Champions when I woke up this morning at 5 a.m.? And I was like, okay, okay, I can do it. I can do it. Let's see. What can we talk about? And I always like to think when people think, you know, what what is relevant for you to talk about right now? I always think, what am I talking about online? What am I talking about to my audience right now um, that kind of would resonate or uh, make sense for you guys? And this is what I feel like is the most important thing to talk about. Here we are, December what is it? Are we in the 9th or the 10th? The 10th, December 10th, 2021. We are so close to the end of the year. If you are anything like me, you're feeling pretty over the like the work world of the year. I don't know if you guys are feeling that way, but I have just noticed that I am feeling so just kind of ready to, you know, bake cookies and drink hot chocolate and sit by the fire and you know, do puzzles and chill out with my family. And it's weird because if you're anything, you know, I bet you are, if you guys are here in this room right now and on the stage or just in the room listening, you're probably a doer. You're probably someone that wakes up in the morning and likes to get going, okay? You're not a morning person that wakes up and just lays in bed all day long all and, and you know, not moving your body. You guys probably move your body. You, you do everything I do, right? You wake up early, you go work out, you drink your coffee, you write in your journal, you go, um, you know, you go and you work and you create and you make conversations and network. And if you're like that, this is a very uncomfortable position, right? This feeling of like, I wanna relax. I want to rest and I want to chill. And so if that's you, I want to give you guys that permission to do that. The reason why is because I needed that permission to do that. And it's weird because I am so tough on myself. Do you guys find that you're this way too? Like you're your own toughest critic when it comes to your productivity, when it comes to your work, when it comes to your success, when it comes to the way you look, when it comes to the way your Instagram feed is is reacting or how many follows or likes, it's like you are tougher on yourself than anyone. And I noticed that this year, I started to be really tough on myself about all kinds of things. And I don't know where that came from because I was never that way before. So a couple weeks ago, probably about a month ago, I had a moment, I had like a revelation right? A revelation where I decided, you know what? Social media for me, which is basically what I do. I'm a personal branding coach. So if you don't know who I am, I, I help entrepreneurs show up online as themselves, build their brands, amp up their impact, their financial gains, their clients. I actually was a guest trainer in the champion circle this week. And I taught all about my star method to all those incredible people that are part of that community. And I love talking about personal branding, but I noticed that what happened was we get so wrapped up in the idea of what we need to do so that we fit, quote unquote, what we're supposed to do. Okay, let me explain this. If you guys are a 
health coach, right? Just say you're on the stage right now and you're a health coach. You are probably, and tell me if I'm wrong, following all health coaches, right? Like everyone that is around you is a health coach on your feed, right? You're following so many people in your industry. And so what's happening when that happens, you tend to get really, really wrapped up in this bubble of, oh no, I'm not enough, right? I'm not doing enough. I'm not posting enough. Why don't I get those kinds of views? Why don't I get those likes? How come my comments aren't as engaged? She seems, or he seems like they are doing so much more than me. Why can't I? And I was finding myself wrapped up in that kind of should be doing more, need to be doing more. I'm not enough. And I noticed that social media started to become something that I am obsessed with. I love Instagram. I'm on it all the time and I need it for my business. I found that social media was becoming a slug, like it was becoming a downer. And that to me was the moment where I decided I got to change. I got to change something because what we forget a lot of times, you guys, we forget that we have control over our own feeds, right? Think about it. Think about what we do on a daily basis. When you go into the kitchen in the morning, okay, and you feel like drinking coffee or you, maybe you feel like drinking tea, you have that choice. We are so lucky, right? We have that choice that we can decide, I feel like coffee today. You know what? I feel like I'm going to put in my peppermint latte creamer or today I'm going to do vanilla or today pumpkin spice. We have those choices and we choose accordingly. Today I feel like a soup. Maybe I feel like a salad. I'm just using the example of the kitchen. How about with our outfits, right? We wake up in the morning, we look in our closet, we decide what to wear. Why do we feel that when we open Instagram, which is kind of like, I hate to say it, but like a necessary evil for us to grow our business here in 2021, that's true, right? We find that we surround ourselves with things that we don't actually want to feel, see, consume, and hear. And so what happens is, do you guys remember Marie Kondo? Remember Marie Kondo? She has that book, The Art of Tidying Up, right? It's all about joy and finding joy when you are touching your clothing, right? Like go into your closet and pick out that sweater and decide like, does this sweater give me joy? Why are we not applying that same thing to social media? I don't think we spend a lot of time focusing on what the feeling we get when we are consuming certain things, whether it be on TV, on social media, whatever. We consume because it's there, right? We spend our time around people because they're there. We see, we eat foods because they're there. We don't really spend enough time looking within and saying, what does, what feels right for me? And let me just tell you guys, I am not an, an intuitive type of person. By all means, I am not a manifestation type person. I am like a logical black and white. Okay, I got to do A, B, and C. That's the kind of person I am. But lately, something sh changed in my, in my, um, my view on, on marketing and, and Instagram and creation. And I created a, con a content challenge last month, which was so, actually it was earlier this month. It was the beginning of this month. And it was on, it was a free five-day challenge and it was just using Instagram close friends. And if you guys are interested in how to use your close friends to create an incredible challenge, that is the bomb. But I use my close friends on Instagram and I created a challenge called Operation Create the Freaking Content Already. And it was all about intuitive content creation. And part of this was getting really, really close to what felt good to post. 
Meaning, if you're launching a product, okay, or a program, let's just like call it a program, right? You're launching a program on January 15th. I'm sure a lot of people right here on this stage, flash your mics if you're here, if you're not, it's all good. Flash your mics if you are launching some sort of a program and offer a service in January. Okay, I see Ramon is. Okay, so there's lots of people here on the stage right now that are launching in January. So if that is the case and you're launching, oh, I see some of my friends that just came into the audience. Raylan Fanzo, come on up here and join me, please. Um, so if you guys are launching in January, you're probably under some sort of, um, you know, pretense that you have to post a specific amount of content coming up towards that launch, right? I need to post this many reels. I need to post this many posts. I need to show up with this many emails. I need to go live this many times. I need to create this many clubhouse rooms. And it's very much like, like numerology, right? Like you have a formula for your launch plan. And then what happens is, because I've done this many times before, is that I've done this like formula, right? Okay, I'm about to launch. I've got to go live about eight times and I got to go do this and I got to go do that. And what happens is it bombs. Your launch bombs. Has anyone here, does anyone feel confident enough to share about a time when their launch has bombed? Anyone? Okay, Ramon. Let's get, I'm going to go to you. Ramon, you have had a launch that has bombed. I have done it. Of course, I'm going on after you in 20 minutes. So I wanted to give space to others, but I spent about $50,000 to do an event in the West Coast, Donna. I live, or actually, now you have me confused with call you. Uh, Dana. Uh, no, I it's in, Donna. Ramon, you, got, Donna, you were okay. right. What are you? Donna, okay, good, good. <laughs> so I, I do events on the East Coast and doing them well, the king of New York City, small business. So I'm like, oh, Donna, I can do it on the West Coast. I invested about $50,000, I lost it. Two people showed up in a room seating 100, sponsors were pissed off, I was in tears, it went bad. So yeah, that's my confession of losing money, $50,000 to do a West Coast event, and that's- Okay, let me ask you a real question, Ramon. Why do you think it failed? I didn't plan enough for it. I assumed, made too many assumptions, and I assumed that because I've done it on the East Coast, my zone, my people, my crew, I could just take that to the West Coast. I think that's why I felt I didn't plan it ahead. And I didn't have Donna doing it. Ah, well, no, I definitely am not. I'm not a launch queen, but I will tell you this. Was there any moment through the process of the launch, right? Through the process of kind of going through it, was there any moment where you felt something is feeling off? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to work out. Like it doesn't feel right, right? Yes, indeed. Throughout. Yes. Okay. So why in the world, and I'm sure for all of us up here, right? I just brought Fanzo up. Fanzo is right now in the middle of such a cool launch. And I, I know he's doing real well with it right now. And I wanted to actually ask him uh, along the same lines. Fanzo, are you down to talk about a launch plan that has gone bad for you? <laughs> all right. So you've had something go bad, like a launch before that has failed. Yes. All right. When you were going through that launch that has failed, did you have a bad feeling about it? Were you kind of going through the process thinking something feels off or were you feeling like it was going to do amazing? Uh, beforehand, I, I felt like it was going to do amazing. Uh, I think as I launched it, there was a feeling of 
like maybe this is too early or maybe I underestimated you know the marketing the lead time maybe I didn't educate the audience the, the right way and that feeling only grew um, and I think I also recognized I hadn't uh, tested or listened to enough feedback kind of along that way to so that feeling of like oh my goodness I should have probably asked. like I was getting feedback from people that I probably should have asked before I launched um, mm -hmm. for that feedback and so like that feeling then was really that was that was tough all right, so we have two incredible entrepreneurs, Ramon and Fanzo, who have just admitted that they failed in their past. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna throw someone else under the bus. Raylan, where's Raylan? Yes, ma'am. Hey, okay, let's talk about a time you failed. Absolutely, actually, probably two weeks ago. So I launched a I launched a talk course. to us. Yeah, go. Ahead. Yeah, so I launched a course, which I had never actually launched a course before. I've always launched like high ticket, it, like high um, touch programs. And I assumed it'd be the same, like no big deal. People will buy it, it's gonna be amazing. And one person bought it. Okay, now I will tell you something. Fanzo, Raylan, and Ramon are three entrepreneurs who I think are incredible in their own businesses, in their own, you know, worlds. I've definitely, you know, I've I've hired Raylan before as my coach. He's incredible. Fanzo is one of my most trusted friends here that I've made on Clubhouse, and we go back and forth daily on our businesses. So I know firsthand that these are really incredible people. Ramon, I've heard speak many times. I speak to him too. He's amazing. But they've failed. And here's the interesting thing. All three of them, well, Raylan, I don't know if you mentioned this, had a feeling. They had that feeling. Something feels off. Something feels off. And it's not only when you start realizing that the sales don't come in. You know before. So the reason why I'm bringing this up, not to you know bring up that you guys have failed, although I guarantee someone in this room just said, holy shit, these, th oh, whoops. these three incredible incredible entrepreneurs have failed and they're open to talk about it on a stage wow that kind of gives people freedom to say it's okay to fail which is cool hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine it's the perfect morning glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning if you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. But also, I want to say the point is that we feel that we have to follow specific rules in our business when it comes to launching, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to showing up online. And what happens is when we don't feel like it's actually going the way that it should, or we feel something's off, we do it anyway. We keep kind of going through the process. And I want to challenge you guys to start paying attention to what feels right inside, what feels good, and what feels like you're on the right track, and go for that. And sometimes what you're going to notice is it feels it's completely off what you thought you were going to do. I had absolutely no idea back in January of this year that my business was going to go the direction it has this year. I had no idea. I had no idea that that challenge operation create your freaking content already was even going to be a thing until I was on a live. And all of a sudden I felt really compelled 
to talk about it. And I created the challenge without having a plan, without having anything going on. And it really turned out well, because out of these challenge members that took the challenge, two of them have booked VIP days with me because they got that feeling from me that they know that I'm going to be able to help them. And these are all based on what felt right for us. You guys, I want to remind you back to what I said at the beginning of the session that we have control over our Instagram feeds. We have control over what we create and we have control over what we see. And that is really, really cool. And we don't utilize that ability to curate our feeds as much as we should. I don't because FOMO, right? Because FOMO, you don't want to miss out on people's content. You feel like you got to follow a certain person because they're in your industry. But you know what? Every time you open your Instagram feed and you see their content, even if it's incredible, it makes you feel bad, right? It makes you feel like you're not enough. And so I yesterday created a post where I said, hey, guys, start muting people. Start start unfollowing people that would never know that you're even following them. You don't have to tell them. They don't have to know. You don't have to create a big block or anything. Just curate your feed so that when you go on your Instagram feed, you feel ignited. You feel inspired. You feel good. And then what happens when that happens, when Instagram and when social media as a whole becomes something that actually lights you up and makes you enjoy the process and inspires you to create more, everything starts a domino effect. Your content gets better. Your content starts to feel a little bit more uh, naturally you rather than a carbon copy of someone else's version of that. So here's something that I hate, and you guys, I, I, I'm, I'm keeping this open. So if anyone wants to kind of jump in here, you can flash your mic and I'll jump over to you. Here's what I hate. I hate when I go on Instagram and start searching reels, which is an un- unnecessary evil. I actually love creating reels, but if you want to grow on Instagram, you got to create reels. When you go on reels and you start to notice that not only are you hearing the same freaking song on every single person's reel, But every single person's reel is using the same song, but the same caption, the same messaging, the exact same movements. I mean, it is literally like you're watching an audition for a role. Hey, you guys, that's how I brought it back to my casting director days. If you don't know who I am, I used to be a casting director and I used to cast a bunch of shows for Disney and Nickelodeon. And the way that that worked was we used to audition actors and they would put themselves on tape or come into the room and it it would be carbon copies one after another of doing the exact same thing. And guess what? None of them would get the role. No one that got the role did the exact same thing as everyone else. Why are we doing the exact same thing as everyone else on Instagram just because we're told you have to, if you're launching a program, you have to do A, B, and C. Hell no, I want you guys to change it up. I want you guys to start taking control over your Instagram feed, just like you take control over the salad that you make in your kitchen for lunch. I make a salad every single day at lunchtime, every day, every single day. I make a salad. I put it in my Tupperware and I take it over into my office. And every single day that salad is different. I like to change it up. I have control. I can go to the market. I can buy what food I want. And I can put it in there. But on Instagram, for whatever reason, we all have to do the exact same thing. 
That makes no sense. All right, Fanzo, you are the king, and I am so glad you're here. You're the king of, you know, being yourself, right? That is like your big thing. You had a, a, you had a course years ago about being yourself online. If anyone <laughs> follows Fanzo, he really kind of marches to the beat of his own drum, and he's a futurist, and you're all into the NFT world, and you just launched this incredible NFT 365 pro, uh, project yesterday, which I think oversold from what your expectations were. And I am part of it and I'm so excited about it. So what can you say about the idea of marching to the beat of your own drum on social and kind of like jumping out and doing your own thing? Well, thank you. And yeah, thank you for buying uh, one of those NFTs and uh, they will open up for the public this weekend. So if you follow me on social, you'll hear uh, about those uh, for the public side. And if you're in the discord, they, they're open there over there today, but the you know to your point, you know, like you, I, I appreciate you know, like the be yourself thing has definitely been the the secret sauce for me. You know, I remember the day right November second, two thousand thirteen. Uh, I remember where I was. I wrote on my bathroom mirror, "Be yourself" in giant letters um, as like kind of like the recognition that the thing that I, the the way that I had found success offline was just the idea of marching to my own beat. I had always been that that kid, high school and college, and 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 found success that way. But interestingly enough, you know, you asked me before if I had failed in a launch, and as I was thinking about what you were saying there, the, the feeling that I had, I believe, was because even though I've built a brand about being yourself and I my content is being yourself, when I launched my the course that that I believe you know well it wasn't a course it was more of a mastermind that failed, the feeling I had and the feeling I now connect was that I actually launched something that was like what everyone else was launching, but it was from me. And it wasn't my way, and it wasn't like I wasn't creating. I don't know how you eat salads every day, but I wasn't creating my individual salad. I was ultimately being the person that always did everything different, but then providing or making an offering that was the same that everyone else would have offered. And not only did it feel disconnected for me, but I feel like that disconnection, of course, was felt from the audience. And so yesterday, you know, I will say before I pressed the damn button or the press the button on uh, launching this NFT project, you know, I'm doing a a podcast episode every single day on NFTs, and I'm buying an NFT every single day for a year, which both of those projects is way outside my comfort zone. But even though those the podcast has been wildly more successful than I could have imagined, and, and I'm getting some press and some things that I'm having around the, that other project, you know, before I pressed the button on this on this uh, launch yesterday to the white to the whitelist to our VIP group, I was still extremely nervous and had anxiety and. And it's funny, I, you know, I mentioned it to you, I mentioned it to some other friends, and they were like shocked. They're like, why? Like, how is that possible? And I was like, but I've failed with other launches, and I've failed with other, some of the other things that I've brought to light. And the, the beauty of it is the reason I feel like not only did it work last night, and we did oversell, we over, way over, you know, almost doubled what my, like, my goal was for uh, this project and what we sold in the first hour and a half was what I thought would sell in the first 48 hours. Um, but I think the reason was, was because, I didn't launch an NFT project like everyone else. I didn't launch the same that I had followed where I actually created my own version that of a value proposition that I could deliver. And so I, I look at that as that success and I don't have that feeling today that I had with my failed launches. And I think that feeling was so connected to the person that you know preaches being yourself became the launch and delivery of something that was really just a carbon copy. And so I think that folds into social. I think it folds into products we're launching. And I think it even folds even more so into this you know, future we're going with Web3 and so on. So 
Um, yeah, I love I love that connection. And I don't even think I made it until you were explaining that. So thanks for that. Well, it's like a really cool experience to watch when someone that you are, you know, friends with or follow on social is in their zone, right? And so with you, I've, you know, known you since January here on Clubhouse and I've seen you, you know, kind of get into that NFT space and all of a sudden now it's like the perfect puzzle piece has kind of come together and it's so cool. And I want that for everyone. And that's my goal when I work with clients. It's like, let's find that perfect piece of the puzzle that fits so well exactly into not only who you are, but what you love to do, how you can make money doing it, create content around it that flows. And then all of a sudden, what happens with that experience when you find that perfect puzzle piece? Success. And it may not be exactly success in the way that like, you're not going to become a millionaire if that you find that perfect piece, but success is such a, you know, kind of a vague term. What does success mean to you? I'll tell you what success means to me. It feels good to do my work. I know I am helping people. I love going into the office and doing my job. That is success to me. Success does not need to mean a million dollars. It doesn't need to mean, you know, the private jet. It means that you are feeling in the flow where you know that what when you speak to your clients, you know that you're helping them. When you know that when you're showing up on social, you are showing up from a place of authenticity and like, this is my thing. I found my jam, right? When you see those little kids and they finally find that passion sport of theirs. You know, when my kid finally, he, when he plays baseball, my younger Oliver, and he hits the ball and he does really well. And he's like, yes, I did it. That is the moments that we need as adults, right? Those moments of like, yes, I found the thing. I found the thing that I'm obsessed with that I'm doing so well at. And it doesn't happen by chance. Most of us will not become successful or have those moments doing things that we don't want to be doing. So we need to spend more time going within, right? We need to spend more time looking within and deciding what is it that we are doing or that we want to be doing that makes us feel good. It's like the art of tidying up that feeling of joy. Why aren't we applying it to our careers? Why aren't we applying it to our social media marketing? Why aren't we applying it to our content? Why aren't we applying it to what we are consuming? and start really decluttering that world or you will crash and burn. You will burn out, you will start to despise your day, you will not feel motivated to post, you will not feel successful, you will probably not gain a lot of clients or even if you do, it will be short-lived and people will see right through you because you know what is the biggest, biggest turn on when it comes to finding someone that you want to hire to work with i'm curious what do you guys think ramon raylan fanzo or anyone else here what is that one when they understand you okay that's interesting anyone else what is that one thing that like makes you want to hire someone so much trust trust okay candace uh, the enthusiasm to want to start something new and the um, enthusiasm to want to grow professionally. Yes. For me, oh, Fanzo, were you saying something? I was going to say uh, Rachel. Uh, I mean, uh, relatability. 
relatability. Rachel D'Alto, where are you? Um, I'm going to say this. I hire someone that is so freaking obsessed with what they do. I want to hire someone that is absolutely in the state of, I love my job, I'm good at my job, and I'm going to help you. Rather than, I've done really good in the past. I've made a lot of money in my life. I don't give a crap. Where are you right now? Are you excited about your work? Do you care? Do you care about me? Do you care about your work? Are you passionate or are you jaded? Right? If you're jaded, I don't want to hire you. I want to hire someone that is excited. And how do you show that you are excited and confident about where you are in your business? That is how you show it is through your content. And you're not going to show it through your content if you're not really feeling it. Or if you do show it through your content and you're not feeling it, your audience will see right through it. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. Intuitively look within. Decide if what you're posting, if what you're creating, if what you're coaching, if what you're doing is something that actually gives you joy. If it doesn't, scrap it and start anew. At the end of this year, we're starting 2022. I'm going to only talk in rhymes now. We're starting 2022 and we have to, we, ha we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to ourselves to love the crap out of what we do every day. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.